Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. Hi there, I'm Dallas Travers, and you are listening to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. This show is committed to helping purpose-driven coaches build a thriving business that aligns with their values. So today's episode comes directly from a recent Six Figure Coach Club coaching call where one of our volunteers, Toya Gavin, and I developed a clear, repeatable process to help her overcome her fear of being on camera and start going live on Instagram. Toya helps women of color in the law find better jobs, and in order to get over her resistance to being on camera, we had to tap into a deeper sense of purpose, one that outweighed all of her fears. So if you struggle to stay consistent in your marketing or you find that you just play small, this behind-the-scenes episode is just what the doctor ordered. Let's take a listen. Toya's getting married in about a month. Is that right? June 5th. Yeah. June 5th. June 5th. Yeah. It's very, very soon, which yeah. is probably why my intake form, I was like, Dallas is going to be like, what is happening here? There's a lot happening. <laughs> no, I got it. Because there was one thing you said like three times. I'm like, oh, okay. It's this thing. Got okay. It. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fill everyone in on your business, who you serve and how you help them. And then we'll dive in. Okay, so I run Legally Bold and I help women of color in the law find better jobs. And with Dallas's help, I'm actually almost full with coaching. I have like one slot left. And so when I started the Six Figure Coach Club, I started with Dallas because I've been in this, as Dallas says, itchy space where I want to serve more women of color in a program. And I'm starting or want to start like a beta offer for that. So I've written it and I'm like confusing myself in the messaging, right? That's that's one part. Cause I love your, I call them like Dallas isms. Like I say them to myself, like data over drama. The problem is a solution. Like when <laughs> I can remember them. And so I kind of want to like figure that out. So that's yeah. one piece. And then the second piece that you mentioned, even when we did the workshop day, I know video is a very important part of this because a lot of this is about expressing something that we're feeling, but I get like so caught up in like, I don't want to see myself on camera. And it's really, really like this back and forth with me. And I'm like, okay, but this is important. Mm -hmm. And so I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So it sounds like two pieces. One is this video block. Yeah. Okay. And two is some core messaging themes that you can hook into in order to make messaging easier yes yeah yes and i don't mean the act of figuring out your message i mean actually sharing the message sharing the message right right so yeah. i have a google doc of the like offer and i went through the spark sheets from the beginning and i was like oh okay i kind of have the themes in here <laughs> it's like oh okay i actually 
it came out. Okay, that's good. <laughs> but I think in expressing it, I'm just all caught up in my head around it. Totally. Yeah. Okay, so it's hard for us to know where my gut is calling me right now is to have a conversation for this is not where I how I thought this was going to happen have a conversation first about the video block mm -hmm. like if we could either just decide you're not doing video and take that pressure off or decide you are and have a reason to do mm -hmm. video that's way bigger than your fear that may open up space for us to then talk about the content but if we're talking about the content with this unresolved issue around oh my god am I have to be gonna have to be on camera it could get messy are okay that yes yes great so talk to me about like the part of you that doesn't want to be on video what does she have for us I knew something was there because when I first started talking about it like I felt like oh there's some heat even just saying like I have an issue with video and I think it's that one of the themes that came out from the spark interviews was this whole conversation around around wealth, right? And like generational wealth. And this idea that a lot of Black women have degrees and they've achieved all these things, but they still, like some even said, like the cheat code to actually generating wealth. It's like you get in these spaces and then you're still like struggling financially and you're not help happy in the job, right? The corporate environment, you hate it. And I think what it is for me is like, I'm just figuring out the wealth thing for myself. Like I'm very <laughs> just like, figuring it out and had gone to law school and have law school debt. And I, th I thought Angela was going to be here because I heard her podcast and I was like, oh, this is so great. It's so true. I feel like I'm still in process. And so to get on video to really share that process, it feels like I should be doing that. That would be helpful. It also feels extremely exposing. And so I need like some structure around that. So I'm not like just crying and turning the video off. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so is there a difference for you around it feeling exposing and it feeling unsafe? Because if it doesn't feel safe, you don't have to do video. It doesn't feel unsafe. I think it feels exposing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And vulnerable. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. I think we can create a cause here. Okay. So when I say create a cause, what I mean is find some sort of motivation. And this is a total hack. And I wish that that motivation was all inside of my heart. Like I wish that I loved my inner self enough that all I had to do was say, okay, this is for me and only me. I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. So finding a motivation outside of myself that outweighs my hangups or fears. So for me, that's this six and a half year old girl I know who I am going to get emotional thinking about it, right? But I just want to be the kind of woman that she, who she sees doing scary things. Mm -hmm. I want to be the kind of model for her of what it means to like own your life. And that like I can get on video with that. Mm -hmm. If it's all, if it's just me, Toya, like my hair didn't work today. So now I have a banana clip in. I'm not going on video with a banana clip, <laughs> <laughs> right? Or I don't quite know what to like. There's a, a bazillion reasons not to. And I'm someone who's not consistent with video, everybody. That's something that's my own learning curve right now. But what's been working is like my Farina connection, but also just thinking about all of the coaches out there who have decided that they are not cut out for this mm -hmm. simply because they have not had the right training and support. Right. That really breaks me. And so that's a cause that I can also get behind. Mm -hmm. 
So if we thought about your audience for this program, I think there's a complete connection between the stuff around video for you and the stuff around generational wealth for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, if you had to, if you could begin creating a cause here, like what, where do you feel called? You know, when you said the idea of owning your own life, to me, like that's, that's what it, that was like the hit it for me because it, it feels like you do all these things in the professional realm and getting school and do all this to own your own life. And then you get there and you still don't own it. You still don't own it. You're still not free. You're still struggling. You're still fighting to be paid fair. Like you're still, and it just, I think, yeah, that cause for me, when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, like that's kind of what makes this business and continuing to do this very important for me as well. It's like, Mm -hmm. I want to own my own life. I Mm -hmm. feel like my, yeah, I don't want anyone else Mm -hmm. to own that for me. Yeah. That feels like the cause for sure. For Mm -hmm. sure. How, if at all. Does being on video help you own your own life and model what that looks like? I think in modeling what that looks like, I think it's modeling the imperfections. Mm -hmm. You know, like I always, you know, like black women, we're polished. Like you're going somewhere, you're dressed up, you look good. And so you don't show anything. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even in that, that is not owning your life. That's owning a persona. And my older sister is a therapist. And like, there's all this shit happening behind the good looks and the clothes and all this. And so even that is not owning your own life. And so to me, being on video in that way and kind of just showing up and saying like, I'm facilitating this space for us to just like you said, own your own life and like come as you are for real feels like that's why that is important. Yeah. And so that, that feels why like that's a part of it. Like being on video and saying that is important. Is it enough? If we then Mm -hmm. like have a framework for you and a little bit of structure, is that enough to get started? Get started for me being on video, you mean? Mm -hmm. I think so. I think when you were talking, what I was thinking is like, I probably need like a mantra. That's what I was just thinking too. <laughs> I like I probably need like a mantra and then you always say create habit. Like I need to create a habit like every Tuesday at 10 or something yeah. to kind of make it like make me do it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So mantra, habit and some form of accountability. Yeah. I'm going to confess to all of you, I've done great in the last like 10 days being on video consistently. 10 days, like yay for me. Can I tell you why? Because Julie's job is to make sure that I do this things I say I'm going to do. (laughs) So like, and I just know that. I know that if I'm really going to follow through on the thing I say I want to do, like someone else make me do it, please. Yes. And then it, it gets easier and easier. So yeah. I don't, I think the habit is one piece, but some form of external accountability. Mm-hmm. We can talk about what that might look like, but let's go back to the mantra. Okay. So I think if we make this actionable, mm-hmm. it's like, I am here to own my own life and model that for other women of color. Mm-hmm. The more real I am on video, I'm owning that mission. Here we go. So do you have an action piece around the mantra part? Yes, yes. I'm going to, one, rewatch Christine's video and start with what you said, which I am here to own my own life and kind of add to it and Mm -hmm. to model that for other women of color. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that feels like, and I might need like one thing, but I'm going to like print that out, put it on my wall, like do the whole thing because that's what was missing. Yeah, Yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Great. Okay, so there's the mantra. 
Yeah. What about the habit? So I kind of set up accountability. I have a VA and she's lovely. And I'm supposed to, even now for the Legally Bold, I'm supposed to send her like a video on Tuesdays. I was supposed to send it yesterday. I told my fiance, yeah, I got to do video. The video did not, <laughs> didn't happen. It didn't go. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do it today. And it's, you know, 12, 130 my time. And it's like, I have ideas. So I guess the habit, I think I need, I need to figure out something else in terms of like, that's accountability. The habit is I have a day, right? So the day is Tuesdays that I'm supposed to like send the video. So I have the habit. I think it's the accountability. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. I need, I need something around the accountability for that. Okay. Let's talk about the accountability mm-hmm. and then we'll flesh out the habit a little bit. Okay. Really, if you can get ready. Okay. So you have a VA who politely waits for you to send a video. And if you don't like, oh, okay, that's normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing's yes. actually wrong. She, she never sends a video and we all just move on. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Exactly. Okay, great. Exactly. So how can we up the ante around accountability? Oh, <laughs> gosh. I feel like what comes up is money, (laughs) right? Oh, okay. (laughs) So I was like, the last time I had to do something, this is like, oh, am I going to say this? Okay, the last time I had to really do something, it was, for people on the call, very liberal. I was not a Trump supporter. So uh, Trump was was wanting for his second election. And it was like, if you don't, I forget what it was. My accountability is like, you have to donate to his campaign. So, and it was like $500 or something to the Trump campaign. And I was like, oh my God, I'm never doing that. And then I did the thing that I needed to do because it was like, I'm never doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to think if there's something like that. Yeah, there's all sorts of nonsense. I don't have an answer to that at this moment, but that's what comes up. Like, I need something like that. Yeah. That's like, you have to donate to like, I like to produce the ocean or something like that. Like something that's just like, why would you do that? Never. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So this is actually, believe it or not, everyone, another form of creating a cause, right? And for some, there are two types of, I'm sure there are more, but I like to think of two types of motivation. One is discomfort motivation and one is inspiration motivation. Mm-hmm. For some of us, inspiration, motivation is enough. For me, I need a little bit of discomfort or I'm just going to like stay in my chair, right? So, right. all right. So you can kind of think about like, how do I raise the stakes? But we could also create some more structure in your relationship with your VA. Okay. So one could be Monday. Is your VA a, a woman? Yes. Okay. She sends you like, hey, send me your video idea on Monday, right? Tuesday morning. Just a reminder, your video is due today. Got it. Because for me, even just that little bit of shame is helpful. Mm-hmm. It just feels super lame to be like, ha not doing it. Yeah. And maybe yeah. there could be an incentive for her. Like if you want to like, if money is a big motivator, like she charges you of a service fee when mm, you don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> she never reminds you. <laughs> <laughs> Just so she could charge you a service. <laughs> so I would have a like a, a brain a, a, a conversation with her about mm-hmm. how you can get actually pressure from her mm-hmm. to follow through on this. It sounds like it's just the hardest part is getting started. Yeah, yeah I've yeah, promised myself right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to own my own life and model that for others. And what that looks like for me right now is going on video every Tuesday. So if you all don't see a video on Tuesdays, you need to call me out. Yeah. Yeah. That would do it. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm laughing because like, gosh, you people are smart and I have to do this. <laughs> no, that would, that would, I like, I like all of these suggestions answering Julie's question in the chat about, she usually just, she'll tell me like the, there's like a little task that comes up that the video is due and she usually will send me an email on Wednesday, like, Hey, I didn't get your video, just a little gentle nudge. But I think like you said, having her like, okay, tell me your idea on Monday, it's due today, like that kind of accountability, the calendaring and all that. And then I love the idea of telling my audience, I feel very nervous about telling them that, but it is a way like the public accountability would do it as well. And it's just also modeling the messiness of owning your own life. Yeah. And we all have to remember that what our clients, what our audience appreciates most is our striving. I say this often, right? It's not, uh, Toya, like suddenly you're doing videos every Tuesday. Mm -hmm. They're going to get so much value and connection through seeing you miss a week, which I'm not trying mm -hmm. to give you permission to miss a week, but... Right. Right. Like that's really letting people in on our own striving, our own process, that, that's where we really make a difference for people. Hey, I've got a question for you. What's your coaching superpower? If you haven't thought about it, I've got a free quiz that's pretty good at deciphering your magical mojo. Are you great at creating connections? Maybe you're a natural leader who people just trust, or perhaps it's your strong sense of purpose that you really need to leverage. Let's find out where you are, where you want to be, and how to best get you there with the Coaching Superpower Quiz. It'll take you about 45 seconds to complete, and when you're done, you'll learn the precise steps you need to take, whether you're ready to scale your business, you want to build your list, or you just need to find some paying clients. Plus, you'll get your very own personalized toolkit that caters to your unique superpower because accentuating the positive is always a good idea. So if you're ready to clear away the fog, chart your course, and steer your business in the right direction with as much ease and grace as possible, go take the superpower quiz. You can find it now at sixfigurecoachquiz.com. And a couple of other pieces around this. I know for me, what's been working, and again, like, look at me, I'm an expert. We've been consistent for 10 days. It's awesome. <laughs> what's different right, is we've built structure more than just an appointment on my calendar to shoot videos. Because mm -hmm. then it's like me and my camera. What am I, oh, what do I want to talk about? I don't really know, right? right? And if inspiration doesn't land, forget it. So now we've built out, and Julie, jump in if I have this wrong, but it's basically four weeks in a month. So the first Friday of the month is where I write out my bullet points, my, that's the idea generation. Here we Eight go. Eight a month, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. The second, now this is, uh, this is our plan for reels. Mm -hmm. I've been going live also and just following the same plan, right? Then I'm gonna batch shoot on the second week. Then we kick it over to our video editor because that was the other thing that got me really hung up was like, okay, I'm gonna shoot these, but I don't know how to add the things and how do mm -hmm. I edit it? And I thought, oh, I know someone who knows how to do that. So let right. me just kick it over to him. Got it. And then it goes back to Julie to schedule. So look at all the accountability I have built in here. There are mm -hmm. 
whose jobs now depend on me doing the thing I keep saying I want to do. So that's also been helpful. So I would recommend that you, even if it's once a month or every other week, you capture ideas. And this is a perfect segue into giving you some structure here. Capture ideas so that Mm -hmm. when it's Tuesday, you already know what you're going to talk about. That problem, that barrier has already been broken. Yeah, I really like this, just the schedule, because batch shooting to me, especially in like video, because I have hangups about how I sound, how I look, but you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. But if I just, yes, Mm -hmm. I like this. Yes, this, all this is very, very helpful. Yeah. So let's not even open the door to, ooh, but aren't lives better than pre-recorded video? I'll tell you, pre-recorded video is a hell of a lot better than no video. Right. Right. So let's like get it going. And then you can, once you're consistent, then you can next level it. Let's just get consistent. Yeah. So you pick four of your favorite shirts. Right. right. You do your face once. Right. You swap out your earrings if you really want to get fancy and you shoot four <laughs> videos, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Good. Okay, let's talk about the piece around like having your taglines or those core content mm-hmm. ideas. Mm-hmm. I want to give a shout out to Tamika Awai from Orisha Creative. She was a podcast. We recorded the episode and it's airing sometime soon, right, Julie? I feel like we recorded it a year and a half ago, but it's coming out soon. I think it's episode number 42. Okay. Because um, you all are just like keeping track, right? <laughs> but <laughs> um, she talks about nurture marketing rather than content creation. Okay. And this tiny shift for me kind of opened the floodgates Mm -hmm. because instead of being in the space of, okay, I got to knock out a video because we're supposed to do video and let me get content out there in the world. It's like, all right, let me continue the conversation. I'm already in with my dream client. Mm -hmm. And so nurture marketing is all about helping. And so now we're getting into the content frameworks here, helping our dream client adopt those essential beliefs that they need in order to say yes to themselves. So Mm. a structured way to approach this would be to identify some core themes. What do we see showing up often with our target audience? So when you looked at your spark sheet, what did you notice? So the themes, the frustrations was one that I mentioned earlier about wealth. Like there had somebody who was a CPA, someone who was an engineer and someone who was a doctor. And they're like, you know, I did all this stuff. I went all this school to kind of obtain wealth and have wealth for my family. And really what I have is a lot of like debt and I'm not free from this particular job. Like I don't own my own life. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it was just an understanding really of like, there's no common understanding of like what wealth is, what it means, how to create it, how to keep it. And I just highlighted this because one person said like cheat code, like she was just looking for the cheat code to like when you become like free, like when you become happy, because I did all these things. I'm here. I mean, she has like this really high power job and she feels much less free (laughs) than she did when she was like a student and was broke. So those are common frustrations. And then the other column you said, like the fear if the goal isn't met, met, there was this idea of kind of like legacy. A lot of the women talked about wanting to kind of pass on these lessons to their children, almost like how you talk about Farina, Mm -hmm. like the type of person they want them to be. Mm -hmm. And so the fear is like, if I don't figure this out, then how can I teach my kids this? How can I show them the way if I can't figure it out? And then what they tell themselves, there's a lot of like, we've come so far, like Black women have come so far, but it feels like we 
they've come so far on like external things. So the external world is kind of realizing like we need to be more equitable and come to the table. But like internally, it's like it's just, we, we need to stop trying to fit in. This is what a woman said. We need to stop trying to fit in and just build the own t- our own table. Instead mm-hmm. of just instead of trying to sit at someone else's, mm-hmm. that was like a, a main thing there too. It was kind of like we've come so far and we're grateful for that, but like internally we're still battling internally, and those things are are holding us back. So we have now four core themes mm-hmm. that you could use as your points of inspiration, right, in order mm-hmm. to come up with content. Got it. Instead of like, okay, there's so much happening and it's almost like the, a confused mind says no for mm-hmm. us. If there, There's so many things, Toya, that you could talk about that right. it becomes overwhelming and we have decision paralysis. So now you've got, I wrote WTF wealth. <laughs> yes. Right? Like yes. that is, that's a, a theme right? This idea of freedom and what that really means. This idea of leaving a legacy and building your own table. So perfect. <laughs> so where I would begin mm-hmm. when it comes to Tuesday, so Monday, I need to create my script, right? And I, I'm saying script, but it could just be your bullet points, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to get all weird and precious about this. Mm-hmm. So now we're always going to track it back to one of these four pieces. Got it. Now, I say always, but there could be a day where like inspiration strikes and it's easy. I did this this week. I'm like, you know what I want to talk about is how to collect testimonials, mm-hmm. right? Which was just like more tangible training. But because we've begun to create this really clear structure, it's actually given me more clarity to make different decisions instead right. of, oh, there's no structure so I could do anything. It hasn't been helpful. So let's pick one of these today and run it through one of the content frameworks. Okay. What came up for, for me was building a table. I don't remember the name of the framework, but I know there's one where you give like, I think an example from a person's life or something like that. I, I don't remember the name of that that framework. The metaphor maker. <laughs> the metaphor maker. And gosh, I can just think of different people, but I can think of even in my own life, myself in terms of like how to do something that's not traditional or all the I would say like all the attorneys in this group because they're you're getting more Dallas every time no, there's more attorneys weird it's like acting coaches and attorneys attorneys, attorneys. <laughs> but um like that kind of thing is doing something different in the law is like building a table instead of like trying to cozy up to the law firm table it's like you're building a table yeah and I there's me and there's a few other I know a few other attorneys who are doing weird things too so yeah. I think I could do that that metaphor. Great. So we have the framework or we have the theme. We want to just get clear on like when it comes to building your own table, Mm -hmm. what belief, what new belief does my dream client need to adopt in order to say yes to investing in themselves? So it could be something as like, you said it, right? I need to stop trying to find a seat at a table and just build my own. So we know what's the theme and then what's the belief we want to reinforce. And then you can pick one right? You Mm -hmm. said the metaphor maker. So can you think of a scene from a film, a book, a reference from your own life that connects to this theme? To the belief that stop trying to get a seat, build your own table. Oh, you know, I mean, I don't know if this is, it's just because like people have been talking about the new Adam Grant book about like, I think it's called like stop thinking or think differently. And he just talks about like how there's all these assumptions that we make about everything. And really what we need to do is like, just not assume. And so to me, like, all of those are kind of like the idea of stop trying to like 
fit into or or fit in with this model yep. like look at it differently yeah and yeah yeah so great okay yeah. so we're gonna sit down to bullet point this out mm -hmm. sounds like the first bullet point is something like i don't know if you've heard about adam grant's book but it's called think differently here's mm -hmm. the synopsis step two what part of this metaphor what part of the book relates back to your dream client and so it might be i see so many women of color getting the degrees getting the jobs, doing their nails, like doing all of the things we're supposed to do to find a seat at the table. When in fact, we're thinking about the, we're thinking about the wrong table. Here's mm -hmm. how what he says relates to you. Okay. And then step three, we just get to flesh that out a little bit. Step four, the moral of the story, right? So if you take one thing away from this video today, I want it to be that you identify like one place in your life where you've been trying to get approval or permission or space and how you can give it to yourself. Perfect. And you could follow the same theme with the contrarian. Yeah. Right. If I hear one more person talking about black women needing a seat at the table, I'm going to throw my phone out the window. We don't need a seat at the table. What we need is to create our own table. Right. Like here's why trying to get a seat at the table is the wrong approach. Instead, right, carve your own path, make your own choices, own your own life, right? When you do that, here's what happens. And you could tell a story about, you know, I have a law degree and <laughs> I have left the law and here's why. Now I have my own table. When you're able to do something like this, here's the benefit for the long term. Talk about wealth, talk about legacy, right? Talk about that internal shift we are all seeking so that our insides match the progress we feel we've made on the outside. It comes by building your own table. There's mm -hmm. another video. Yeah. Is this helpful? It's immensely helpful. <laughs> it's everything. <laughs> cool. Yes. Great. Yes. All right. So okay. let's break that down for everyone. Okay. Step one, spark interviews. What three to five themes do you notice? Now it just creates a container for us to generate content ideas more easily and also to create this through line for your target audience. You're not just talking about random stuff, right? We're connecting it back to the messages they most need to hear. Step two, what is the belief they need to adopt in order to say yes to themselves through working with you? Step four, grab a content framework. Answer the questions outlined in the framework and you've got your video outline. When you start to do this consistently, you'll start to just be in your life and say like, ooh, there's the contrarian. I gotta, let me write that down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thoughts, questions, okay. anything else you wanna share in order to feel complete with our conversation? I feel very complete. <laughs> I'm really, really happy to be a part of this community every time I talk, even when I'm just listening, I get so much from it. And so I really just want to say thank you to all of you and thank you community. And I'm excited about this. I feel much more empowered as in video and in translating the messaging. So that's, that's awesome. It. Yeah. I'm so glad. Thank Will you. you in the Facebook group share the mantra that you come up with? Yes. Okay, great. And then, so your first video is coming out on Tuesday? Tuesday. Okay. Yes, first video. We're watching you. And I, I know. <laughs> Great. That was super fun. That was helpful for me just talking it through, Toya. So thank you for bringing this to the table. Thank Great. you.
Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the six figure coach club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.